Hello guys, welcome to a, I don't know if it's going to be a short podcast, but it, it is a unscheduled podcast. It's a podcast that I just kind of, I sat down and I want to do is it wasn't because I needed to earn TPE or anything. Um, I mean, I do for the week, but that wasn't the, like the original intention. Most of the time it is. Um, and if I ever get a, a podcast with Left Flop again, because he's a very busy man, but if I ever get it again, say I get it this week, right, this would be its own thing and i know he doesn't like to talk about awards or like actual like concrete sba like stats and just looking at data and reading it out but i do um i wanted to go over all the awards uh and explain why i'm choosing who i'm choosing for both uh, sbdl and sba so we'll start with the SBDL because I think those are a lot easier to go over. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So, so let's begin with SBDL. So we have MVP um, for SBDL. And so... <laughs> Darren Oliver is obviously on the team that I coach. And his player is really, really good. And Diety has been preaching about how he is, should be an MVP, pretty much. Um, and he has some excellent points. But I w- would be lying if I s- actually said that I think he deserves to win MVP. I think he's definitely my number two. Um, I don't know who I'd have number three. Probably Jared Blair. Um, if if I really wanted to stretch it, I could include my own guy again, say Brian Harper, because he's been fabulous as well alongside Darren Oliver. And I think if, if these two weren't on the same team, they'd both be MVP candidates, uh, like dominantly. Um, but I think we have to go with Zawahali, I believe is his name. Uh the man who, uh, I think it's the point guard, maybe it's a shooting guard, of the uh, Quadzilla Asylum. Um, he's just a little bit better, than, in my opinion, than Darren Oliver. Um, if the voting is close, and like my vote would determine who'd win, I'd vote for my own guy. But else, elsewise, I'm going to be voting for uh, Zuhali. I, I should search up his name real quick. I don't want to say... <laughs> It's wrong. Uh, it's probably a Zwahali, yeah. Zwahali? Zwahali? I think that's how you say his name. Adebayor. Uh, big Zuzu's player, which is, that's even, even a name like that makes me second, second guess myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, so that's my number one. My number two would be Darren Oliver. And three, I, I guess I go Jared Jared Blair. Um, number three doesn't really matter in my opinion, but I think number one and two are close. I think you could you could argue Darren Oliver is MVP, but I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Um, for defensive player of the year, this is a little bit more difficult in my opinion, but I think there is a clear cut winner in Cannon uh, Pofanon. 
if we were to look so vor vor wise by the way uh Swahali is way over Darren Oliver um VOS it's a little closer um and if you look at things like you know all the other advanced stats like uh like PER right Swahali has a huge lead over that Morris rating obviously like Darren Darren Oliver is going to be better but Pretty much everything else favors Wahali. Um, but when it comes to defensiveness, if we use the McDanks rating, which I believe is a defensive rating, could be high. Maybe I am high. So then Mac, no, it's not going to be. Kev Kevin Fatana and Tommy White all. I don't know how that's. I think it's, I don't know what McDyke's is that inch. I thought it was defense preferred. But then they they have super high stats. And they don't have good stocks at all. Uh, but I think, yeah, Cannon to Pofan and overwhelmingly defensive player of the year. Two steals and three blocks. We want to round up because he's close. Um, and he only plays 34 minutes a game. So he is definitely defense player of the year. For number two and three, uh, <laughs> I, I think number two would be Darren Oliver. Um, or who is this? Devante Reigns, I think, as well. Um, there's probably some guy who is only um, a mix of stats like Jose Andres, but I think I think number one's pretty set. I don't particularly care for the other ones. Six man of the year is probably impossible because it's SPDL. Um, so I'm just going to say what uh, Adres says. He's Ricky Rubisoma. What a name. Uh, yeah, that's. I guess that's my sixth man of the year. Uh, I don't know. Rookie of the Year is really hard. I don't know if I... I don't I don't have an opinion on Rookie of the Year yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, because obviously you have to go through all the... The, 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 the grass, if you will. All right, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's sort the column. We go zeros. Do, 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 do. And we, I don't want to, I want to, okay. Oh my God. We hide these rows. Go to, well, let's go to the highest floor. <laughs> A lot of negatives. It looks like Devante Reigns has the highest floor. Uh, um, I think it is Devontae Reigns. I think, uh, actually, yeah. He would be my rookie of the year. Uh, I don't know who the hell Myers is. He just has Myers. Rocks Ricky Myers. Is he even a rookie? <laughs> he is a rookie. He, oh, it's his own play. Okay, well, okay, well, who cares, who cares? 
Um, yeah, I think Devontae Reigns, rookie Ruby, Ruby Simo, arguably a better rookie than Brox and I just, I don't know what I just doing. Yeah, he said, not really sure yet, but BMR had an incredible season for a rookie. <laughs> Obviously, I may be missing someone. Yeah, your own your own guy. Could be number two. I would say Devontae Reigns. Um, put up some pretty pretty good stats all around, actually. For, um, so, yeah. Six man a year, whatever. Most improved is a toughie. It could be anyone. I think... I like the jump from Harper. No, not Harper. Uh, yeah, is it? No. Yeah, Harper. Harper. I like the jump from Harper. I know guys like uh, Blair and Zabahali have both made jumps as well. A lot of these, like, positional award guys. Um, I think it could be any of them, honestly. But I think I would I would go Harper. I want to I wanna see who I predicted. Because I am uh, interested. Be Jared Blair, yeah. I think I, I think, I think I chose Jared Blair. I may have chose Wahali as well. But uh, and Brian Harper would be the three. It could be any of those guys, honestly. I think I'd go Brian Harper just because he's my own guy, and I don't really. Like, personally, I don't care about most improved in the SPDL because it's kind of a dumb award, right? Guys play for a max of three seasons. It's like, okay. Uh, GM of the year, not going to say anything, but we know who it is. Uh, point guard of the year is straight up Blair. Uh, no one else comes close. I don't know who would come second even. So there's not that many good point guards in this uh, league other than him. There's probably a couple. Uh, so yeah, I, a lot, of, a lot of the SBDL are just, I don't need to explain because there's not much talent that they go up against, and they obviously are posting insane stats. Blair being one of them. So Holly, shooting guard of the year. Looked him up. He is a shooting guard. Um, yeah, he's straight up. Joy Boy is small forward of the year. Yep. Power forward of the year, Oliver. Uh, center of the year is Harper. I mean, the, I, I don't think those need an explanation. They're pretty much set and dry. Uh, if anyone voted else for any of these predictions, which there are a lot, like these, these are probably some of the easiest predictions in a long time because there is a lot of talent in the SBDL. This isn't a particularly strong draft class because there's no straight to the draftees, but it, had there been, this would have been a really good draft class. But the actual draft class itself is is strong, but spread out among positions. So there isn't really any positional battles that you, that you have to worry about when it comes to the predictions. So, yeah. So that's SBDL. SBL, who cares, you know? Just kidding. Uh, let's, I think the, the one that we everyone wants to talk about is obviously the, the GM's one. Um, and ABBA put out a really good post detailing who is the top. MVP. All right, MVP, I've been back and forth on this. Personally, I'd have to give it to Lundell because I, I do like the fact that MVP is a narrative award. 
Um, but when it comes to sim leagues, you can make narratives about literally anything. <laughs> so it's not. I don't think Lindell's narrative is any stronger. But I do think guys like BMD's narratives are weaker because they've already won it. It's not voter fatigue in the sense that I'm tired of voting for him. I mean, it is a little. I mean, I've never voted for him, but I can see why where that you'd come from. But it, it, it you know, the seasons are a lot shorter. It's like just type in a name. But the uh, the narrative that you know he's already won. He's playing worse. Are we really gonna give him MVP when he's regressed? I think that's always something we should bring up. Like, if a guy regresses, regresses, should we give him an award, even if he's number one? Like, it depends, I guess, how far off he is from number one. Like, if the stats are close, if the stats are the same, let's say, let's say the stats are the same, and 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 the the first guy has won previously but regressed, um, and and maybe his efficiency is a little higher, but the stats are otherwise the same. I'm gonna give it to the second guy, even though technically the first guy's more efficient or whatever. Because of the because of that regression narrative, and I think that's honestly something we considered, uh, or I should consider. Um, I also looked at Purse, Rada Purse. He has some surprisingly really good stats. Um, yeah, just straight up. <laughs> and then you have guys like Alexa and Timothy Nowitzki, who are all very talented. You have guys like. Um, you know, you have guys like Black Lotus who could maybe kind of, um, King Kuda, obviously people are talking about him. Uh, that being said, I don't think it's Kuna because not, not just cause he can't rebound, but that plays a huge role guys, right? He only passes and he, he he's like, he's too much of the archetype, you know? He's, I'm going to score, I'm going to have steals, I'm going to have blocks, I'm going to have nothing else. But I am going to be incredibly efficient at what I can do. But that doesn't mean you're efficient. I, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's kind of dumb to say, but like he's not good at rebounding, he's not good at passing. He's not even particularly good at handling. Just because he doesn't do those things doesn't mean he's all of a sudden this super hyper-efficient machine. Like, I think we have to, this is why I hate the true shooting percentage stat. Because it doesn't actually take in any accountability of the fact that he just doesn't do something, right? Because he's not good at it. Like, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it's like if you never pass a ball, let's say you have a guy who every time he passes the ball, it's a turnover, straight up guaranteed. We're going to exaggerate here, but straight up guaranteed turnover. So he just never passes it. So he has no turnovers. That doesn't mean he's like this amazing, you know, player who never turns over the ball. He never turns over the ball because he never passes the ball. Right? He if he gets the ball, it's probably in the post and he's scoring. Right? That's literally King Kuna. He can't even rebound his misses until he gets any semblance of any like he needs to have passes or rebounds before I vote him for any awards. His build's fine. He's, it's not like he's a bad player. He's just not my MVP. And people who have him as his MVP, as his MVP, are prioritizing the, the wrong things in my opinion. Because he falls flat on on some things, right? All you have to do is invest in rebounding. I mean, he, it's a very easy favorite. It's like next season he's MVP favorite, right? <laughs> like it's not. I, I mean, if he keeps up the stat line, just increases rebounding, he's MVP favorite. 
but that it is that is holding me back. I think Lundell wins number one. I think number two I go purse. Uh, number three, I do kind of like Sharp, but I think he's he's too average, and his and his his uh his advanced stats are kind of lower. But I think you give it to Lund- you give Lundell Purse, and then maybe Alexi just because I don't know it's cool to vote a defender up. Uh, and he's great at Pams and McDice. He's number one in both ratings. So, like, I think that would be my top three. I should write these down. Alright. Maybe I should write these down. Then I can post them, because I have to vote. Do MVP. I already voted my MVPs. So I put Lundell, BMD, and Purse, which I, I guess I stand by. Um, I guess I would more willingly put Purse up higher, but... Fine. Let's do... Def- Defensive Player of the Year uh, is straight up Alexei. I uh, no one else. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know who else you could even mention. I, I honestly don't. I'll probably just copy someone else's two and three because I'm not familiar with defensive players. I know like two. So, yeah. Sixth man of the year is tough. Right now I have Sam Clark, but I will probably change that. Um, I think I want to I want to not go into um, categories I'm not too familiar with. I just want to talk about categories I am familiar with. It's just what I wanted to do. Uh, rookie of the year I have is Udoko. He is arguably number one. A lot of people have Klaus Conan. He is a defensive machine. I would I guess he's second for defensive of the year, but. Defensive player of the year. Um, I, I think it goes to Yudoka because he scores nearly 30 points a game. And he isn't too bad at defense. Like, okay, okay, his defense is actually atrocious. But <laughs> I, I think if you give it to Klaus... So I think when it comes to defensive stats, right? Uh, I think defensively, if you want to win Rookie of the Year, defensive stats is almost the way to go. Because I feel like voters are very much, they love defensive stats for everything but rookie, or ex- everything except MVP, in which then you need everything, right? You can't just be a defensive like McMahon never won uh, MVPs. Maybe he was considered. I don't remember, but I don't think he ever won MVP. Right? It was always a guy that could do a little bit of both, score a lot, have good enough stocks, not insane amount of stocks, but good enough. Um, and Klaus doesn't score. His his true shooting percentage is terrible, and he's a big man, which is an indication that he is terrible at offense. If your true shooting percentage is kind of mediocre as like a guard. 
it's not as bad as it being mediocre as a big man because big men easier to score. You're taller, you're in, you're closer to the 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 hoop generally speaking. Um, I'd give it to Yudoka, followed by Klaus, followed by. I guess we go Hollywood living, but I I think. Hollywood Living is the guy you do like he's a little bit balanced, but I don't like a balanced guy as a rookie here. I think it goes against my own philosophy. But like you know how in the SPDL people say, you know, focus on one thing. Same same thing for a rookie, honestly. Um, I forgot what exactly what I said, but I told town once my mentality when it comes to creating a player um, is the first two years you build yourself the next two years you build for your team uh no it might have been the next three years and then the the final three years or whatever of your prime you uh you you build again back towards yourself because like you should like if you built for your team for the last how many ever seasons like you should be good Build, maximize your build. Make sure you can be hyper efficient or do whatever you want to do. Kick some ass, you know. Um, I think Hollywood Living is is putting it a little bit. He's putting it all over the place a little too early, in my opinion. Uh, I can't. I don't. His stats aren't terrible, but his stats also aren't amazing. I don't think you can put him as rookie of the year. But I think you can put a Yudoka or Klaus and I think I'm going to prefer the offensive guy because I got uh, robbed for my rookie of the year. And no one even voted me. I think one person voted me. Uh, shooting guard of the year is clearly me. <laughs> Shabazz. Uh, anyone who says otherwise doesn't look at the stats. Number one, in Vorvas, McAdoo, Palms, SBOV, whatever you want to call it, PER. He's dominant in two. Wow. If you're going second team, I think you go. Um, it could be anyone. I think Zen, Zen, Zamora is definitely good. True shooting is a little bit down, but I think otherwise it's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's more of a defensive oriented kind of guy. I just wanna I wanna check what my McDykes is. It's nine point two nine five. So if we were to compare it to him. So it technically Zamora has a better McDykes than uh than the Shabazz. Which I think is a good indication. A couple of these guys do like Magnus does too. It's just slightly though. I don't know how. I still don't know what how McDykes is is even considered <laughs> is McDice even a uh, fucking standard or uh, is it even about defense I'm so confused you know I should check I feel like I should check
Let's see. Make dikes. Defensive possession is created. Okay. So it's. Oh, it counts rebounds. Okay. I, see, I get it. That makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, small forward of the year is probably the closest race. It's between Lotus Bridges and Thomas. At the very beginning, I think Matt Thomas, uh, without the advanced stats, I would say Matt Thomas. But looking at the advanced stats, it's actually Black Lotus. Uh, he's first in Vore, first in Voss, first in McAdoo, first in Pams, second in McDykes, and he's third in everything else. But, like, that's a lot of first. Matt Thomas is actually not that efficient. And arguably, his team's worse, which doesn't matter when it comes to small, like, positional awards in general. But I think it does kind of matter here because the closest survey. So you have to look at other factors. Bridges obviously has the best team, and he is second in, in pretty much everything. But he is first in McDykes and True Shooting, which shows he is an efficient offensive player. And he is the best defender, supposedly. Although the difference between him and Black Lotus McDykes is 0 0.005. So maybe you just cut a line through that and say they're equal, right? Because that's, that's really close. <laughs> um, and the, all their true shooting is high. It's not like any of them is low, but technically Black Lotus has the lowest. Abba said he's leaning Lotus. I kind of have to agree that I'm also leaning Lotus at this point in time. Um, I didn't think, I think you give second to Matt Thomas because of the achievement, but I think statistically he's not deserving of it, <laughs> or he's not deserving of first. Power forward of the year, power forward of the year, sorry, I'm going to put, um, BMD and then I'm going to put burst, although Statistically, Purse is better than BMD, so maybe I should change it. Maybe I should put Purse above BMD and then give Purse the, the the award. Maybe, maybe. I think that's something that I might actually have to consider. I I, I can I can be convinced. I, I'm not going to say anything. I, I think I'm going to be convinced. Center of the year is Leon because he's also MVP. It'd be weird not to give him both. So that was it. I thought it was going to be a lot more debatable, but honestly, looking at the stats. They are not that hard, except for a few. Plus, not having a second person to bounce ideas off. <laughs> I'm sure that would help. Um, so, I guess I'll just finish this up by saying that the Bullets lost in the playoffs. Very sad. Jackals won, though. They're my team. Two. And, we, and, and I was surprised because... In the test sims, they were, were it was like 50-50. The test sims versus the hounds, I think we're playing the hounds, are actually a lot better. But, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Because it's not like I never lost. So I'm just hoping we win. If we make the finals, I'm glad. I don't care if we lose the finals. I know that sounds dumb, but like, making the finals my first year would be good enough for me. <laughs> Playoff stats, playoff stats. Should we consider? I I know people don't. Are supposed to. Not supposed to. You're not supposed to. But uh, Shabazz had 33 point average playoff. That's not very good. 
His rebounds were way down. It's kind of crazy, actually. He arguably played worse. His PER was 15.7. What the hell happened there? Seriously, though, what the hell happened? Oh, it's because one game he averaged fucking six points. Okay. He just had one really bad game, and that took that tanked his average. Otherwise, he had a pretty good... He had a pretty good run, I guess. Oh, well. Um, I guess we'll finish this up by saying, uh, you know, this is, the voting is fun. People should be involved in voting. But I'm glad that only I'm allowed to vote and a few others. But I'm, I'm glad I'm now able to vote is what I should say. I've always wanted to vote because I like voting. Um... I think the awards will be close. I think some people will be very upset. I'm not going to post this until like right up to the end because I have said what some people have said. And I don't know if those people want those words to be out. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, this has been my podcast. I hope you've enjoyed I need to talk like 30 more seconds and I can finish. Get that 30 minute. Not that I can. Yeah, I guess. Well, rollover happened, so I can claim both now. Uh, final thoughts. Blade season? No. No blade season. Thorn season, sorry. I don't know why I said blade. Blade season? Or thorn season. It was not thorn season. It may have been blade season. <laughs> Who knows?